This is the 600th episode of TV Podcast Industries. Welcome to the 600th episode of TV Podcast Industries. Welcome back, fellow defenders, fellow Gothamites, fellow troopers, fellow uh, witchers, watchers. What else we got, guys? Boys and girls. Boys and girls. Umbrellas. No, brollies. that's not right. Brollies. Trolley mm-hmm. brollies. Um, brolly trolleys. What, um, you name it. Uh, we've had many iterations mm-hmm. of fellow defenders, which is where it all started on Defenders TV podcast. Yep. Um, but fellow Gothamites first. And fellow Gothamites, mm-hmm. uh, because obviously many iterations as well uh, with Gotham TV podcast and Defenders TV podcast mm-hmm. as well. And the Dreadful um, podcast. And the Dreadful podcast as well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all yeah. good stuff. Welcome, though, to the 600th episode. Absolutely, and you should know by now, it is the 600th episode, but I am one of your hosts, Derek. I am one of your other hosts, John. And rounding out this gorgeous trio. And I only make us look, because I'm so young, I make us look 500 episodes young. There you go. I am Chris. <laughs> Can you imagine? We've done 100 episodes in just over a year, guys. That's how we get to 600 episodes. We do <laughs> yeah. this many episodes every week. Um, um, and we'll get to 700 by Christmas, uh, given the, the slate that's about to come up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Okay, you're, you're giving away spoilers. Uh, it's not 20, it's 2021. What's coming in 2021? It's going to be a good year as we come on to the 29th of July. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are going to talk about what we are going to cover for the rest of this year. The reason why we're going to do that is because, well, it's the 600th episode and Chris can't join us for our uh, coverage of The Bad Batch, uh, the next episode, episode 14 of The Bad Batch, which would have been our our 600th episode. So we decided to go, hey, why not record an extra one? This is the reason, as I said, uh, why we have 600 episodes, because we just get together and talk about wonderful, interesting, nerdy stuff. Uh, But there are there is lots of stuff that's coming up this year that we didn't even get the chance to talk to at the start of the year because things have changed so much. So much has gone gone on in the world. So much stuff has been delayed. So much stuff got finished that they didn't think was going to get finished. So we do have lots to talk about. But where we really want to start is by thanking all of you our, our wonderful listeners for staying with us. And first, some of us who, some of you have only just joined us very recently. Some of you have been with us since pretty far back at the start. Yeah, since Gotham. Yeah. Uh, and everyone that has, uh, come on board, uh, in between, uh, whether it was for Gotham, for the Defenders when we covered the Marvel Netflix mm-hmm. shows, or whether it was spinning off into a, a whole range of new directions with Watchmen, yeah. Star Trek Penny Picard, Dreadful. Penny Dreadful, mm-hmm. uh, The Boys, The Umbrella Academy, yeah. Pennyworth, um, Penny mm. although that's kind of more on the Gotham it side is, of, of the house. Yeah. Um, as Lovecraft yeah, Country. Lovecraft Country, yeah. The Witcher, uh-huh. uh, you name it. Like, um, we, we've really diversified, I guess. <laughs> uh, but certainly this year, um, I guess that diversification has continued as we've gone 
You know, we've taken a, we've dipped our big toe into the pool of Star Wars mm. with uh, <laughs> our coverage of the Bad Batch. Yep. Um, but certainly we are uh, right back in on the Marvel stuff uh, this year with all those TV shows being released on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so yes, it has been a fellow Defenders kind of a year uh, yeah. so far uh, with all those Marvel shows that mm-hmm. we're covering. Yeah, well, like we've touched most of the fandoms, and exactly. like as we dipped our big toe, as John says, into Star Wars with Bad Batch, we've yeah. gone uh, headfirst into Picard, into the Star Trek universe. That's right. Yeah. Um, we've done. We've been touching Marvel for years. We've we've uh, kind of more than touched uh, Gotham and DC mm-hmm. all the way through. We've gone to animation with Invincible. Oh my God! Yes. Oh, and then of course yeah. with The Witcher, where we thought. It was a bit of, I had played the games and you guys were kind of like, eh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And then it turned out everyone loved it. And it's like, okay, now we're, we're doubling in. We, 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 we can't wait for season two, which is coming up. Um, all these amazing shows and fandoms and just showing the diverse range of not just, um, what we all enjoy, but at the same time, what you guys, our, our, our listeners enjoy and yeah. what you kind of are, we've had people give feedback going, I was going to skip this, but you decided to watch along and listen along as you guys are going to jump into yeah. it. And then thank yous for that. And we're like, no, thank you guys. You listen to us each week. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's really great. Um, and we're so pleased that kind of people have come on board for certain uh, shows, as Chris said, um, just because we happen to sort of podcast about yeah. it. And um, that's been really uh, great. Um, and I think, you know, that support from our listeners, you know, uh, subscribing to the podcast, um, sharing it around friends, family, uh, grannies, dare I say it, uh, but also, um, you know, all the feedback. I mean, we have had loads of fantastic feedback from oh, yeah. from our listeners um on our spoiler posts through the uh through the email and it's just been really really good loads of theories loads of call outs and observations that we've missed mm-hmm. uh, loads of, of um lots of information certainly on you know more topical shows and um, where we we don't necessarily uh, have that that knowledge around things like um say with Lovecraft Country mm-hmm. or Penny Dreadful some really really great feedback um and of course everyone who's been getting involved with the pub quizzes that we started with Watchmen yep. as well um and that that's been really good all the involvement all the the comments have been great yeah. R- reviewing us rating us on the podcast catchers of your choice yeah. um, <laughs> has been really uh, fantastic uh, and as well uh, as that we have a, a, a you know a huge thank you to all our supporters on patreon.com um you know who give a little bit of their their cash over um each month to help support us with um with the processing of the podcast and the the website mm-hmm. all these different things that are there in the background to to allow us to record and publish uh the podcasts yeah. uh, for for the listeners um has been really really good absolutely yeah. absolutely we couldn't do it without the support of our patrons and 
we wouldn't have any listeners without the support of everybody that's been sharing the podcast and has been coming to us and, and sharing their thoughts as well, because it makes it fun for us to keep keep going when we get that kind of feedback. I also want to give a huge shout out to those of you that contacted us directly. Um, I know the last year has been really tough. Last year and a half has been really tough. And we have had quite a few people that have contacted us to say thanks for keeping them uh, with something regular coming out and something regular to listen to uh, each week uh, over the last year. And I know that's meant a lot to all three of us uh, to, to know that we're, we're echoing around your house uh, when you haven't been able to go out as well. So. Well, that's it. I mean, I, I guess with what's happened with the global pandemic, you know, it's probably why we got to 600 so quickly. Um, we were keeping ourselves busy by, by, by doing, yep. uh, all the different shows as well and, and, and branching out, um, a bit more than, than what we would have done from, say, just, uh, you know, comic book based, uh, TV shows yep. or, or movies. So, um, I guess we've been doing pandemic podcasting. Basically. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I guess things might drop off or, with the slate that's that's there for the rest of 2021, we'll be at 700 before you know it. You never know. You yeah, never know. by next week. That's it. Yeah. 24 <laughs> marathons. <laughs> no, but jokes aside, look, we, we do understand that you have a choice in podcast. Uh, and we are glad that you choose us as your podcast of choice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's... Yeah. It, it, it is, as Derek said, it is heartwarming and it has meant a lot that you guys have reach out directly or indirectly to kind of just say that the, the thanks or the things like that. And yes, we do have to feed the hamsters in the wheels. So those Patreon, the the small amounts that you give on Patreon or on buymeocoffee.com keeps the, the wheels turning, keeps Derek in caffeine as he edits into the wee hours of the night or the hamsters running, keeping the servers going. And that allows us to, myself and uh, John, to swan about in a lap of luxury, a swilling uh, wine and water as we laud over our... Ma- no, we don't have mansions. Um, I was going to use an Osmandius kind of quote as we kind of stare out over Manhattan as a big tentacle monster squids fall to earth. Right. Um Right, but, or or just spend time uh, enjoying yourselves while I edit, and uh, yeah, that's, that's true. true. And you that come true. along uh, as the uh, on-air talent, as we as we like to call you. Uh, excellent. <laughs> yes, uh, our, our face for podcasting. That's it. Well, you have, you have a better face than that, John. I promise, and so do you, Chris. Ah, uh, oh, thanks. So secondary thought. Thank you. <laughs> I need to say that about John. But with that said, we absolutely want to give a shout out to all of our patrons. We want to give a shout out to Claire, Stewart, Oren, John, Into the Night, The Moon Knight Podcast, Amy. Steve, Robert, Jessica, Rich, Alice, Jenny V, Cassandra, Franca, Lisa, Angie, James, Marianne, Salim, William, Skyrocker, P. Locklear, Heather, Off-White Saviour. Yep, and then Mike, Siren, Victor, Thomas, OA4, Alex, Anthony, Lawrence, Douglas, Jean, uh, Jeff, Barry, and Jamie. Thank you so much, guys. Each and every one of you help contribute. And you are just as much a part of this podcast production as we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And also to those of you who bought us a coffee on buymeacoffee.com forward slash TVPI, uh, a big thank you as well for those one-off contributions uh, to Lisa, Claire, Bob, Parthenia. To Chloe, Sandra, Steve, Joshua, Mike. Derek and Victor. Mm-hmm. Yes, guys, thank you all so much. Um, we really can't do it without you. Well, actually, Derek, 
cannot do it without you. He is a coffee fiend. Well, absolutely. Coffee, coffee is definitely part of it, but absolutely that the providing the servers <laughs> with hosting of 600 episodes, mostly going over an hour, is, uh, is quite a large cost. And thankfully, with your help, we get that paid for uh, so that we can continue to podcast, continue to add to that number uh, each and every week. Um, we do want to say a huge thank you because we always call out uh, to everybody to share the podcast. And we want to thank you to all of those who do share a podcast every single week because sharing the podcast is sharing the love. It certainly it is. is. Yes. And finally, we want to thank all the other podcasts who invited us on to get our dulcet tones over the years onto their airwaves. Uh, things like the Walking Dead cast, the Superhero Show Show, For the Nerds, Strange Indeed, Run for Your Lives, the Other Defenders podcast, the Fakest, Legends of Gotham, Into the Night, the Moonlight podcast, and all the others we've yet to be on yet. Mm-hmm. If you are listening to another podcast and they ever reach out and say, who should we have on? Do you know what? Throw us forward because we will... Jump in. I will jump in uh, to jump on and get my dulcet Irish tunes, you know, diddly eye all over those airways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the and reason why I actually put all the others we haven't been on yet is because really lovely of uh, a lot of our friends who do podcasts, they have asked us to come on board and unfortunately... With the fact that we have 600 podcasts, we actually unfortunately don't have time to hop into all podcasts that uh, that we would love to hop into. Absolutely. And certainly as well, you know, the collaborations that we've done on some of them, such as with The Fakest, mm-hmm. where, where I played Ron Jolliver, but, but also <laughs> with um, uh, Into the Night. Uh, the Moonlight podcast where we covered with a whole host of other podcasts, which was really good. Damnation, the Doctor Strange, uh, comic series as yeah, well. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, so that's, that's been really good. Mm-hmm. And of course, Tomes of Evil as well, where I spoke for four hours about Dormammu. Yes, you did. Who, who, who? I, 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 I forget. I, <laughs> well, think, I don't know whether I forgot listen or to the I, I kind of actually have just blocked it out of memory. <laughs> No, you should have been absorbing it like a sponge, Chris. Like a through sponge. osmosis, that's it. Yes. Through osmosis. So then you could write a thesis on Dormammu. <laughs> Thank you so much for all of the, the, the fun and games that we've done. The, 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 the other places we've been, the, the, the episodes we've given our edited and produced ourselves. But that is the past. Mm-hmm. We are now going to move and talk about the future. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about what's next uh, for the rest of the year. As I said, lots of stuff we didn't know uh, what was going on uh, at the beginning of the year and what was coming in and what wasn't and how the schedule was going to go. But uh, we've got lots of stuff to talk about for the rest of the year. Um, I did put up a poll on our Facebook group about the shows people were interested in and the shows that, uh, that we're going to be covering uh, over the rest of the year. Some interesting results, some interesting uh, feedback from uh, from people about shows that are coming up that they may not even know about uh, might be their next favorite show coming. Um, we do still have three more episodes left of the Bad Batch. Episode 14 uh, will be recording this weekend. It'll be out, uh, out this weekend. And after that, then we start moving into brand new shows. Uh, over the course of our 600 episodes, we've done 45 different seasons of shows. So our 46th show that we'll be covering seems to be the one that got the most response and, and people most interested in it. Uh, Marvel's What If begins on August 11th, uh, airing weekly 10-episode series. Um, but everybody seems quite interested in this. I think this might be... As we said when we were covering Loki, the last MCU series on, on Disney+, Plus, now that we've kind of cracked the multiverse, I think people are suddenly becoming even more interested in what that could mean. Um, the Marvel What If stories tell the kind of uh, 
reimagined famous events from the MCU series is the way that they describe it uh, in unexpected ways. So we're going to see things like Captain Carter, where Peggy Carter takes on the mantle uh, that, that was given to Captain America. Um, she gets the super soldier serum. So uh, that's going to be a really interesting story that's going to be in there. Yeah, absolutely. There is, um, you know, we've seen a bit of zombies. So I mm-hmm. guess it's a little crossover with our dreadful podcast because yeah. there's a little bit of horror there. Um, with Marvel zombies mm-hmm. and of course the, um, the dark Doctor Strange by the looks of it. Yeah. And the, uh, last ever, uh, voice recordings of Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. as, uh, T'Challa. Um, apparently these are one of some of his last ever, uh, recordings before, um, unfortunately he passed away. Yeah. So this is going to be a very special one there. Yeah. Uh, what if it's always been fun? What if it's been yeah. that comic book uh, shop question of, do you know what? What if Peter Parker kind of didn't get uh, bit by that spider and it was Flash Thompson instead? Mm-hmm. And then you would talk to your friends and kind of imagine. That's what these comic books were. So to see them go from page to screen and in such a way that... Back in the day, you you could not do this because there was always that fear of we can't have Batman and Superman together and talking because people would get confused. You can't have two Batman, no. Yeah, it was all it was almost a bit like with the Amalgam comics uh, as well, um, because that they were really good um, with the you know there was Doctor Strange face um, and there yeah. were a whole host of others which were were just really cool to think of these two characters very similar from uh different comic um runs mm-hmm. uh, with different publishers coming together um i always found that really exciting so this is like that next step and i guess with it kind of again maybe feeling a bit more linked in i guess to some extent with the idea of the multiverse that yeah. has gone on um sort of and and i guess as yeah now blossomed um in in the loki series uh with the end of the loki series then so it's probably just given it a bit more emphasis and we certainly know it's a multiverse of madness when um howard the duck uh-huh. is in it mm-hmm. so i'll be interesting to see what yeah. they do with that maybe it was what if he was just Killed very quickly, and there was a duck ala <laughs> orange or something oh, like dear. that. Um, something like that. Oh dear, a lot of people like Harry the Duck Dog. Uh, I know, you. not you. Uh, I think what I'm most most interested about this is, as you mentioned, Chris, what if it was a, a Marvel Comics production where they took major events in the comic book stories in the in the Marvel Six One Six, as comic fans know it, and changed them and did a, a tiny twist on it, and usually leading to quite big consequences, like you know, a complete replacement of the entire Fantastic Four. That kind of stuff would be something that they tell in these one issue or maybe two issues stories usually just one issue and what they're doing here with the tv show and what i'm most interested about is that they're taking events from the mcu so it's not about telling stories that have no connection to things you've seen before on screen it's going to be things that we've seen and have been kept constant for this last 10 years of the mcu and making little tweaks to them um you know and making and and what they what they do quite well in, in what if is making it a reasonable change um so just tiny things that we saw in uh, in the trailer, for example, uh, the, there's a, a moment at the beginning of the trailer. It opens with Tony Stark being saved by our Killmonger, who goes on to have a big, a big battle with Black Panther in the Black Panther movie, obviously. But this moment that Killmonger is saving Tony Stark, well, how does that change everything about who Tony Stark is? How does that change everything about who our Killmonger is? 
does he have a, will he go on to become Black Panther? We also see T'Challa's in space. He's Star-Lord uh, in some of the scenes. So uh, another massive change to the universe. So I'm yep. wondering how connected each of these stories are going to be. Will, will it be an overarching um universe across these 10 episodes or will they be completely standalone stories with just minor changes uh, seen through different multiverses uh, like the comics are yeah it's, it's going to be narrated by uh, the watcher which is going to be interesting and i think that's what we'll get which is essentially a zoom in to each individual time stream multiverse and yeah. it'll be what if such and such and such maybe and then you yeah. kind of lead it i i think that would be interesting because yeah. the marvel zombie piece the the potential of a Marvel zombie needs to be separate on its own. You can't have that on a mm-hmm. in a, a singular linked. Spoil- kind of spoilers issue. for the uh, for the Marvel zombie comics. They do travel through almost all of the multiverse, uh, eating True. their way through. <laughs> so that could be just the end of the series uh, yeah. as the Marvel zombies turn up to eat uh, to eat everybody. But I'm just really intrigued whether they're going to do it in a really standalone form or whether they're going to have bits that will uh, will bleed out into the other episodes as well. It'll be it'll be very interesting to see. Well, if it, God, very if Marvel yeah. zombies is the, the teaser credit for each of them that'd be there yeah that would be pretty cool but i mean if it is based on the mcu like we we know it is the mm-hmm. events in the mcu well then it's all connected um so yes all i guess roads lead to strange we are back on that <laughs> again <laughs> i was not gonna say that 500 uh, episodes I missed that trick um but yeah i guess they all all roads lead to evil strange there we go. Uh, anything else you guys are looking out for on uh, on what effort on? For me, not really. It, it's just, it's an addition. It, it, it's just such an addition to that overall, and that's the question. It's that like what? It's that what if literally? Yeah, it is. My assumption is it's going to be a nice break. It's a palate cleanser. Okay. Um, an amuse bouche, if you will, between courses. <laughs> well, that's true. They do say you know you can eat with your eyes, I guess. Yes, um, exactly. But yeah, I, I'm also I'm just excited to see what they have. I mean, having um the Doctor Strange in there mm-hmm. as one of them, I'm really interested to see what they do um with, with that. So, uh, but a- again with Captain Carter. Uh, instead of, I, I guess, Captain America, but mm-hmm. Hayley Atwell, I just, you know, she just was so good in the Captain America movies yeah. and, you know, like other, uh, people just moved their way through, had her own series, yeah. which we also covered mm-hmm. as well. Oh, so gosh, yeah. like the, the one-offs as well, which were all really, really good. So I'd be interested to see. Captain Carter yeah, as well. Absolutely. And, and Steve Rogers is in there in an Iron Man suit, sort of. So, uh, so we'll see that too. Uh, yeah, lots of stuff going on there. Really intrigued to see what they do with it, uh, when they get the first animated Marvel show for Disney, basically. Yeah. Disney Plus, this first MCU, let's say. Uh, so that'd be, that'd be really interesting. It'd be see. good if they had, um, samurai style as well. Um, like they did with the DC with Samurai Batman. Because I think they've yeah. done that with Iron Man. And yes. Yes, they have. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I know we're, we're, there will be some Star Wars, uh, like that in the future as well. Yes. Uh, coming up. And Marvel's What If begins its 10 episode run on Disney Plus from August 11th. Let's go on to the movies. Uh, we're going to do these in order, I think, of where, the, where they're going to come in our schedule. Uh, makes it easier for everybody to know where we are. Um, next time back at the cinema, we've just come from the cinema watching, uh, watching Black Widow, uh, in the last couple of weeks. The next MCU movie coming out. The 24th or 25th, I think 25th, 
Marvel Cinematic Universe movie is Marvel's yeah. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming out on the 3rd of September. Um, Shang-Chi is going to be very different for the Marvel Universe. This is someone that is just a master of unarmed weaponry. Um, that is what he's what his main trait is. He's uh, effectively a master of Kung Fu, as was his title in, in the comic books, but he's a master of martial arts. So really interesting to see how that side of the universe that we haven't seen before in uh, on screen plays out. Um, I have to say, I absolutely loved the last couple of trailers that there that there have been there for Shang Chi. Um, it's it looks like it's going to be a really exciting film and something again, as I say, very different, um, including a dragon. Oh, exactly. That's yeah. that's what I'm stoked for. Yeah. Um, seeing the dragon, I just completely never found Shang Chi at all. Mm-hmm. Um, in in my comic days and. Sort of, I've just read Legends of Shang-Chi, uh, five part introduction, I guess, in that sense, but sort of building towards the movie. And it was really, really good. Really yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, loved getting that background. I uh, wanted to read more. Got, got, there's a few others that mm-hmm. are, uh, are out as well at the moment. So I'm, I'm reading through those. Um, yep. As you say, dragon. Who doesn't like a dragon? Um, sort of Game of Thrones. You name it, the uh, dragons, uh, <laughs> like with the Iron Fist as well and, and Kunlun. So, uh, really, um, looking forward to, to this, uh, in particular. I really do hope that they sort of are bring back Trevor Slattery just as maybe a little, um, in joke. Maybe he's hunted down, um, and, and brutally, uh, dispatched, uh, I guess. Uh, I think that would be a nice little uh, nod to Iron Man 3 because uh, I have to say, I did like Trevor um, and certainly I, I think he is worthy of a sacrifice um, <laughs> in this case with Shang-Chi. I think the last time we saw him was he was being, uh, he was in prison uh, in one of those um, mini yeah. episodes that, that came on one of the, the last Blu-rays where he was confronted by the real society of the Ten Rings. Exactly. Uh, so if we just had him... Uh, being revealed or being brought to the real Mandarin, uh, who was taking his uh, anger at them. That'd be cool to have. Uh, that to that have would it. be a nice be little cool. touch point. And of course, even Wong. though I love that in Iron Man three. But. Yeah, yeah. And there's Wong as well. Wong and Abomination having a, a good old WWE. <laughs> um, the so I'm really excited about that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for me, I'm looking forward to it just because I, I have no expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it is that I. I I have yet to read the new series. Um, I am aware of the character. He's been an Avenger, so like he's been a tertiary character in some of the, in the more Spider-Man centric uh, stories that I've read or the Avenger stories I've read. Um, but I've never kind of dived deep on him. Um, and I think it, it's, I, each of the trailers has been somewhat different. Uh, one of the first ones was very more comedic. Mm-hmm. The second one was very uh, action, kind of martial arts orientated, uh, along with the kind of deeper story trailer kind of aspects of it. And then the one that was released today, the 28th, was a bit more a mix. It was a martial arts and comedic with a uh, a an addition uh, kind of of the, we don't want to call it supernatural tech of just the, the fantastical. Um, so I think it is that great unknown for me. It is yep. either going to be, it is going to be a stunking good fun. I, I think that anyway, it will regardless be a good fun popcorn film. It's just the, the, is it going to be a civil war esque 
or an Ant-Man 1. Um, it, it's that kind of, which of those, which tier of MCU will it kind of initially mm. open up to? But again, this is a new character coming in who will then take his place within the pantheon of uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe characters. Yeah. Well, it's a, a new character starting at Phase 4. We started out with, effectively, the three TV shows with characters we knew already yeah. and uh, and the movie uh, which was set before Phase 3, yeah. uh, effectively with Black yeah. Widow. So this is the new character. This is the first new character yeah. getting his own, his Th- this, own movie. And this really feels absolutely yeah. like um, brand new. It's, it's the start of that next phase. Um Felt that hint of it with having He Who Remains in the last episode of of Loki. You know that felt was like, oh, okay. You know now now it's getting serious because we're moving to that that next phase. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I think each of the shows has had their reveals and those moments that lead us to into phase four. But starting a new movie with a new character, new director, new uh, new star that's not been in any other movies before. This feels like something. This is the new moment for Phase Four. This is our first big introduction to a brand new character. Yeah, so uh, so definitely excited to uh, to get to the cinema uh, in September for that. Yeah, it's going to be good. Marvel Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is due out in cinemas on the third of September. Something that our fellow defenders over on our Facebook group are not so excited about is the next new series uh, that we're coming up. I think uh, it only got one vote as uh, something that people <laughs> are looking forward to, and that vote was from me. Uh, even john who i prompted to say could you at least give it one of the votes said well i can't vote for everything uh even though technically you can vote for everything (laughs) democracy is not dead (laughs) yeah i i have john just didn't want to make it look sad but it is the tv show why the last man yeah Um, look i love this comic run um absolutely brian k vaughan uh and uh pierre guerrera Mm -hmm. uh I absolutely love this comic series. It, it's the comic series that got me into Brian K. Vaughan, uh, big time, yeah. uh, rooted out everything ever since. Um, I met Pierre Guerra at New York Comic Con mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, and, I that. um, you know, she was really kind enough to, to sign a few of the, the collected editions of Why the Last Man. So I am excited by Why the Last Man. I, I think it's because I've heard so little about it and, Knowing that uh, Barry Keoghan um, was a, an Irish actor that was in Dunkirk, um, he's also in Eternals as well, and I think that's why he actually may have come out of Why the Last Man is because of the role in Eternals or so, something else that he was um, sort of contracted doing for and contracted for. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted to see him in, in that role um, because I really enjoy this this actor. Um, and I guess it's just not really knowing much about who replaced him, actually. I, I have no idea uh, in that, but um, I love the story. Uh, I can't wait to see it and I can't wait to podcast about mm. it uh, for sure. Um, so I think it was just... I was. Just kind of trying not to go with the obvious of course, when of course. I was voting. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, Why the Last Man is, is a, a, a series of comic books that a lot of comic book fans, who, especially people that enjoy in, independent comic books, loads of people read it, loads of people recommend it. But outside of that kind of bubble of people that read comics and, and share them and recommend them to each other, it hasn't got that 
um, that view from outside. So a lot of people don't know what the story is about. Uh, the simple basics of the story is that there is um, a massive cataclysmic event that decimates every mammal with the Y chromosome, leaving only two people with the Y chromosome on Earth. One is Yarrick, the other is his monkey Ampersand, and they are the last survivors, effectively. Every other inhabitant of Earth is female, so um, they have to navigate the world. So it's um, it's an, a massive big cataclysmic event story yeah and a month and a half out the only trailer that's been released for it the only we've only seen two images from it uh both officially released and the only trailer that we've seen for it is a uh is a voice a, a trailer led by a voiceover effectively um so we don't know much about it and it's coming out in a few a few months time so even for us who are fans of of the series um fans of the comic series even for us, we haven't seen much uh, to to sh- to show which way it's going. So I can't imagine for somebody that isn't even aware of the comic book series that they would be aware of the TV show. Code. Yeah, and it's, it's it- forty something days. It yeah. is forty something days out from about recording now, and usually we have just gone past Comic Con. Like we are yeah. out of Comic Con. Like we should have got something. So this is either going to be Handmaiden's Tale, Lovecraft Country level kind of just oh my god how did we never yeah. know about this like explosive or it's squeaky bum time or yeah pretty all, much all episodes are coming out the same day at hulu yeah so it we like it's going to be an interesting again I, i'm going to speak up here i love the comic books i this production has been troubled for a long few years yeah. um and i'm just i'm both morbidly curious and hoping upon hope that this is done in a way that we just go, do you know what? That was some of the best TV of 2021. And it's that sleeping cold classic that just gains essentially the way the, I I will kind of say similar to um, Kirkman's uh, invincible, which uh, myself and Derek covered this here so far. And each episode each week, yeah. more and more and more and more and more people suddenly picked up on this, and then yeah. the, it just reached a fever pitch fervor at the end. Well, and that's it, and it, it, it's such a good premise. Um, it is also that it's a mystery about what happened mm-hmm. um, in terms of how it came about, but connected to this really nice sort of down-to-earth side of it of Yorick yeah. actually trying to find his girlfriend mm-hmm. um, and everything all the craziness that goes on in between as he makes his way to try and find his girlfriend and, yeah. and as well just because Yorick is such a great character in the comics the way um, that he's drawn his attitudes the way it's yeah. written um, so that's the thing We, I could see Barry Keoghan as Yorick, I just that cheekiness, um, the, the, the that 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 life, um, and I I really thought amazing, and I it's it's going to be about I guess the quality of the Yorick in many respects, mm. and and, yeah. ha- and what they focus on on the story. So yeah, I, it. But I am excited about it. It's just yeah, I'm both kind of I I'm sort of. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch kind of thing. Um, yeah. um, hoping, uh, that it, it, it's good because it's always, it's also a sci-fi ultimately. Yeah, and of course, you know, I, sometimes sci-fi is massively hard to sell, um, as well. 
Yep. That is very true. We'll be really excited to see uh, see that when it comes out. Uh, Why the Last Man 10-episode series coming on September 13th on Hulu, uh, starring Diane Lane. Um, and uh, Ben Schneitzer uh, is playing Yorick in the show. Ah, okay. Um, so I don't now know, I know. I, I don't know Ben Schneitzer. Uh, I don't know yep. his work uh, from anything previously, but that's absolutely not who Yorick is. Yorick shouldn't be played by someone that you know from everything else. Um, that's true. You know, I, I feel yeah. he's, he's definitely the everyman, slightly... Hasn't got his life on track, let's say, yeah. uh, when, when you read him in the comic books. But I really want to see more of that uh, as it gets close to the series and as it, as it comes out. Uh, we are going back to the movies uh, with Marvel's Eternals uh, on November 5th. Um, we ha- we don't know a huge amount about the Eternals yet. Uh, I have read uh, the comic books quite recently to kind of catch up on what the comic book version of the Eternals are. Um, it's a brand new team of superheroes from scratch. So, we're, so this is probably the first time Marvel has introduced a full team of superheroes since the um, uh, unpleasantness of uh, of the Inhumans, uh, is that right? Oh yeah, <laughs> that one, the, that element that we just no one talks about anymore. Yeah, remember I the Terrigen Mist? No, do you remember how the the moon has a, a big palace on it? No, no, no that's, we, we don't talk about, about it. No, no, that that uh, that full series that was introduced with a um, with a uh, huge a, cast, a, an IMAX movie at the beginning yeah. of it. Remember? So, um, yes, no, it's a very different though. Uh, the Eternals is very different from the other movies that we've seen in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well. Um, certainly, reading uh, the last two big runs um, of the Eternals, you can easily see how this wouldn't have fit in with uh, yeah. this type of stories they were telling in the first twenty-two movies in the MCU. You can easily tell there are. I would say 20 or 30 different reasons why these characters wouldn't have appeared um, at that moment during Endgame when the world was battling against Thanos. There are very easy explanations for all of that uh, in what, in the comic book uh, stories that I've read so far. So uh, we'll see how it goes uh, when, it, when, the, when the movie comes out. This for me is the biggest one. Uh, because for me, I have been a fan of the Eternals since the... Neil Gaiman's run back in the 90s I'm gonna say um where I was given it and essentially this collected edition and went oh my god like uh, for those quite who are curious based on characters created by Jack Kirby um and essentially thought about think about Chariot of the Gods by Eric Van Dergen ancient astronauts ancient aliens there was this blend of gods and aliens and celestials Prometheus and, and the engineers exactly mm-hmm. there's just all these fantastical elements where in the comic book it blends beautifully in in the MCU this is the question mark of how they they blend this storyline and some of the initial the tra- the initial trailer gives hints and kind of again we just have no idea and it is that big this is one of their big gambles and it's not really a gamble it is a Kevin Feige MCU production so mm-hmm. you know this is going to be quality it's just they as you said they haven't done things like this in a long 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 time yeah and so- I, I, I don't think the MCU's ever done it either and and you know exactly as you say Chris when you read those particularly those books um, from uh, Jack Kirby, when you read Neil Gaiman's yeah. version of them, they don't fit into the Marvel universe at all. You have characters popping in for <laughs> an issue and then 12 issues will go by and it's only the Eternals. It's only the uh, the characters from that storyline that will appear in there. Nobody else uh, that yeah. you'd recognize. And I think they may keep this quite separately from uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well. 
I mean, think of the cast we've got here. You know, we've got Angelina Jolie, we've got Richard Madden, Camille Nanjani, um, we've got Salma Hayek in here, we've got Kit Harrington in here. Such, such a huge number of actors here that we that we know from other things, and I'm not sure whether we're going to see them all dissipate out amongst all the other MCU movies like we would have expected with Avengers in the past. You'd expect them to kind of appear in various places. We know that there have been changes to Marvel contracts where they're not committing every single um, actor that signs up to the MCU to a full seven-year movie contract, seven, seven movies plus 12 TV appearances. So it may be different for each of those characters and each of those actors as well within the same movie. But it feels like they could absolutely deliver um, the Eternals, the first movie in this universe, and then deliver an Eternals 2 when we may never see those characters in between those two movies. Yeah. We do know Kit Harrington, who is playing the Black Knight, will cross over. Um, he he is a not an eternal, um, so there there has been. Well, I say we do know there has been. Ru- Again, I'm putting stock into rumors. Yeah, I would because <laughs> yeah yeah. Okay, I retract my statement. <laughs> I mean, I- we do know there's a possibility that Kit Harrington might appear at other places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I th- I think um, I I think I'm salivating with this one because I'm really excited to see what they do. Uh, I've read the Neil Gaiman's. Um, Back in the day, I need to read it again to remind myself. Mm. Um, I know. I think it will be the one that really drives a lot of the story. Yeah, and I mean that is in and of itself to me um, is a great basis for uh, a movie. Anything that Neil Gaiman does, uh, I would want to see. Um, so I think that's really interesting. I think that you know the the possibilities it gives for this next phase of the MCU as to what it could, where it could lead to, who knows, Um, you know, um, in, in terms of uh, the Eternals, what they do, uh, who they represent, you know, it's, it's kind of like when we saw the silver surfer for the first time in the early fantastic four movies. And you just thought, Ooh, Galactus. You know, there was always that possibility. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think this provides that same kind of thing, um, for me. Uh, and certainly given, um, the idea of a multiverse of madness, it, it just feels that the scope and the expanse of it leads, uh, beyond, you know, the, a single universe. Well, and, and so the, these other beings that could, um, flow out from the Eternals. I think um, there's possibilities there. That's all. I mean, sure. I have no idea whether that's yeah. right or not, yeah. but I, I just think the possibilities make it really interesting. So I can't wait to see what they do. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, in the same way that when Asgard is treated really well in the MCU, and it's been done a few times, uh, like five or six times in the MCU, and sometimes they get it really right where you go, this is a completely different society that doesn't really depend on the human race. And other times it feels like, there's a bunch of humans running around in in, uh, in silver outfits, basically. Um, if they get that balance right with the Eternals movie, I think it's going to be something really special. Um, and they've they've worked very hard at it. Yeah, I, I really do think they do. They have Chloe Zhao, who is who some may know from Nomad Lad, the Oscar winning um, production. So I, I think there's definitely there's the star pa- was a star power. I, Look at me being all the, the star power. Cha-ching! No, if you think of the actual actors involved, you mm-hmm. think of the, the, the talent of like Chloe Zhao, the writers, the, 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 the people behind this. I think it is 
the the it is stacked heavily in it being good. Who knows what could happen, but it, it leans that direction. The story usually are good in that. I, I do want to move us on because I, I want to discuss the next MCU Disney Plus show. That we, uh, Disney Plus is the uh, French equivalent of Disney Plus. Okay. Uh, Disney Plus. Uh, I, I, I have <laughs> stole that unbeknownst to Mark Bernardin and uh, Kevin Smith from Fat Man Beyond. Uh, I just love saying it. Disney Plus. Anyway, the next show that we don't... There's two shows coming. We mm-hmm. have two unknown dates for Disney Plus. Yes. We have Miss Marvel and Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And... I'm going to just zero in quickly on Hawkeye because this is one where I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. It's got Jeremy Renner being Clint Barton. We get to see him. We get to see Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Hawkeye and Hayley Seinfeld, who is a fantastic actress in her own right. And essentially, again, takes us a step closer to the Young Avengers, but mm-hmm. also based on Matt Fraction's run. Yeah. My life is a living weapon. Um, and that is some of the best comic book um, out there in the in the last ten years, in my opinion. Like it's just such a good character study on a character who, for years, was a joke. Yeah, it, yeah. It, like he literally had joke arrows, and then over time they evolved him into Ronin, and they put him into Yellow Jacket, and they made him all these different characters. And then he just, this was one where they were, everyone went, oh no, Hawkeye can be cool. This is really cool. And then they brought Kate Bishop in yeah. as a younger Hawkeye. And it became, everyone zeroed in. She got her own series, multi-comic book series. And I think the 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 potential here is huge. Yeah, yeah. I'm, re- I'm, like, I'm, re- I'm really interested to see this. You know, Jeremy Renner's uh, version of Clint Barton has been such a, such a background character in a lot of the earlier yeah. films, very similar to what we talked about when we when we talked about the Black Widow movie. It was so fun to see the Black Widow movie finally because it meant the, the fifth of the six Avengers had their own property dedicated to them. This is the sixth of the sixth. Hawkeye getting his own property. This one done on TV. They've had great success this year with the Marvel shows on Disney+. Plus. Um, this is probably going to be more in the vein of... Uh, of Captain America and the Winter Soldier, uh, which we saw earlier on this year. Um, but we don't know where it's going to go. Uh, we we don't know much about exactly how it's going to tie into other things. Um, we're, ve- we're way too close to Black Widow um, to spoil exactly, but there is a connection in there yeah. with uh, the Hawkeye TV show. Um, so that's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. Definitely. Because um, it's, it's entirely possible that that will play out to be the big reason for the TV show. So, uh, so we will see. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm really looking forward to that connection, uh, with the post credit from Black Widow. Uh-huh. I love, um, that there's the connection as well with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, and like, I, again, for me, anything with Matt Fraction, um, I'm just, I'm in on it. Um, so this I'm really looking forward to. And I, Again, it, it's 
it's really great that he's getting um this this chance to come in as Clint Barson with his own TV series um and that that's going to connect in and expand in hopefully to the young avengers um you know that have kind of been teased through mm-hmm. um yeah. through the show so far um from one division through to loki uh, so that is um another great development for for yeah. me as well very interested to see what the key theme. So we've had grief, we've had um, responsibility and uh, the kind of ethics of uh, race and things like that. And then we've had a destiny and purpose and breaking shackles of predestination in uh, Loki. So this is just, who knows? Like it could, it could go in many different themes. I think this is going to be fantastic, fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely, Chris. Uh, you know, we we just don't know where it's going to go. Um, and they have so many options. You know, they can they yep. can absolutely bring Jeremy Renner in. You know, doing some of the early years that, uh, during this series, we could see possibly things from his earlier life all the way leading up to post Endgame. You know, and, yep. and bringing in Kate Bishop a bit later in the show, or telling his stories to her as a way of of linking back and getting more of his background. Um, yeah, there's, there's so many options that they have, and it could go. A multitude of ways that we don't know uh, any any idea about yet, or don't have any idea about yet. Um, in this is in the window for this year. We've been, it's been confirmed by Kevin Feige that this and Miss Marvel will come out by the end of this year. Um, not one hundred percent that all uh, twelve episodes. I think it's six episodes for both shows. Uh, not one hundred percent sure whether all six will be uh, released by the thirty first of December. And hot off the presses, Hawkeye is coming to Disney Plus from Wednesday, the 24th of November, the six-episode series. The next one after that is going to be Miss Marvel. Uh, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, um, finally coming to live action. Um, I this know, is a, it's this great. Is a yeah. huge character. She's been really, really popular since her creation in 2013. And it's really exciting that we're going to see her uh, coming, coming to, to, the, to the small screen uh, to begin with. But we've already had confirmation that Kamala Khan is going to be coming to Marvel's, this new kind of team-up movie yep. featuring Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, uh, Monica Rambeau, who we saw back in WandaVision, and now uh, Kamala Khan, who we're going to see at the end of this year. So that, that kind of gives that extra push to it we know where they're gonna where this character is gonna wind up and this is this is a a show that has to tell the story of why she winds up there really yeah i i'm living for for this um because you know for me miss marvel this is um this generation this new era's like celebrity comic character in in the same way as you have all of those ones from the the golden era the silver era mm-hmm. yeah. you know and, and so on this is a modern creation that is massive really popular really talks to people uh today uh in, in a ch- you know in, in a time that's very different compared to back in um, yeah. you know the 60s and 70s uh and, and earlier so this um, I'm absolutely cannot wait to, to see this and how it's done on and, and how it's brought to the screen. I, I, um, even just doing the Marvel 616, um, uh, documentary yeah. series that we, we looked at just there in, in the new year. Um, and having that whole, um, sort of the explanation of where this character came from how it how they were developed um was that really makes me excited for this um and i i can't wait to to see this yeah. um i really can't and 
I am, and just the fact that it's going to be leading into the Marvels, as you say. So th- this is a really uh, exciting six episode <laughs> show uh, for me. Yeah, I, I, I'm so curious for this one. Um, in the comic book, she isn't a human. Um, was born of the Terrigen Mists. Um, so uh, I'm interested to see how they 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 approach this. How she will become powered. Are they going to call her a mutant? They're going to bring in the Agents of the Shield. Uh, they're going to bring oh, in yeah, the Terrigen like, Mists. They're going to bring make her a proper Inhuman. Uh, just yeah. Like or did they talk about this show? Uh, the, 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 as we talked about the IMAX show. Like this is a huge question mark. Or, or do they just even ignore that whole thing? And she's not any human. She's just exposed to radioactive uh, stretch Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, or she doesn't know she where her powers came from. They just leave that out of the story. <laughs> there you go. That that can happen too. Um, yeah, this is just going to be interesting. It, it, it's a cultural touchstone right now, and especially from her gamer and Marvel gamer verse introduction for uh, the Avengers video game. She's fantastic you, at the yeah, video game. Absolutely uh, great uh, viewpoint character. Um, very much so. Um, but yeah, wrapping up our Marvel for the year. Mm. We are going back to the cinemas once again in December Four for a little old thing year. that yeah. will make me happy. Yeah, I'm going to need Lucas Aid on this uh, final six months. Uh, I, I'm going to need the sugar. Keep, oh, yes. keep me going. Yeah, yeah. Keep me buzzing. We're not even finished. In December, we head in to No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. It is going to be fantastic. We have Spider-Man. We have Doctor Strange. We have some potential multiverse of craziness. <laughs> we yeah. have potentially other Spider-Men. We have the follow-up. What will happen after now? Spoiler alert for um, the, the previous Spider-Man film. J. Jonah Jemison is in. J.K. Simmons is in the MCU. As the titular character, mm-hmm. he is there. And then more importantly, watch the end of the previous film. And there is quite a big, uh, there's a huge end credit scene. Yeah. That will change the face of Spider-Man's third entry. Yeah, absolutely. Unless it's all wiped uh, by Wanda or uh, by Doctor Strange at the beginning of the movie. We have no idea what's going to happen. But what I do know about Spider-Man No Way Home is that there is more speculation about this film and rumors and ideas of what's going to be in it. That if everything I've heard is going to be in Spider-Man, it will literally just be the faces of actors who've been in previous Spider-Man movies. And that will be it. There'll be no story to tell because they have about 60 people are rumored to be in this movie. And I'm got, there's, there's no possible way they could fit the amount of people who they've said is going to appear in this movie and still tell a story. Uh, So I'm really hopeful it gets cut down to the bare minimum and the right people who are right for the story appear in this one. And maybe other people filmed cameos that appear over the course of other multiverse movies in the future. Um, or they're just literal. Uh, blink and you'll miss it cameos on screen um, I think it'll yeah. be blink yeah. I think it's blink look how well they did it with Miles Morales um, Spider-Man so yeah absolutely. the animation so that it can be done yeah uh, and I, I think this is really yeah looking forward to this as well I mean it, it, it's it's can't really add much more I mean just saw the um, Boss Logic had done a, a poster oh. that, and it's Spider-Man 
in um the 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 round window of the sanctum um with the seal of Vashanti, you've got the 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 red chaos magic of Wanda outside the window is broken and sort of forming a circle in in the darkness of the of the sanctum is good old doc ox um tentacles right. um so I was just like. Oh, I hope he knows something because that just uh, looks absolutely <laughs> He's by rumors. Uh, cool. He does. Um, he's very cool. Boss Logic's uh, work is amazing, but it is all about taking rumors and translating them into, oh, yeah. uh, into ours. That's that's yeah. what he's all about. But we just don't know what's going to happen. But the final quarter of the year, Chris, is your quarter, really. Like, it I, know, is. I know that's a real work thing to say, but uh, but once we get into uh, it's November of this year, you've pretty much got. Two big shows for you and Spider-Man No Way Home as yeah. well, right? So the next one that kicks off in November is Robert Jordan's uh, Wheel of Time, which is coming to Amazon Prime in November. Um, this, for me, is one of the best uh, high fantasy epics that, that were in the, the in novel form. Uh, I've read this for years and uh, was deeply, deeply ingrained in the the overall lore and mm. every aspect of it. And it's been giving the Lord of the Rings treatment. It was given the Amazon money buckets. Mm-hmm. And I uh, think from all accounts uh, of what has been said or talked about so far, this is going to be an epic. And literally in every sense. It is a large uh it's been approved for three seasons already. Uh, based on it's already filming season two. Mm, I heard uh, that before yeah, yeah. we haven't even got a trailer for season one. Yeah, we've had we've had one poster. Um, yes, for for Robert Jordan, the, the Wheel of Time, um, that came out just last week at, at San Diego Comic Con, and that's all we've seen so far. And as you say, Chris, they're already filming into season two um, for 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 the show. So here's hoping Amazon Prime really are are going to push this. It seems they're they're moving into the fantasy epics with this, followed by. Uh, Lord of the Rings, which again, same thing, confirmed for two seasons already because, of course, massive amounts of money to set up this type yes. of show. But when you're filming in those locations where you've already built everything, it's much easier and much cheaper to just continue filming <laughs> than it is to break everything down and put it all back up like they used to do in the old days. So uh, that that will be really interesting. They're definitely doubling down on their fantasy epics uh, over at Amazon. Yeah, I cannot wait for this. Give me a good old fantasy, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, the the nun said to the priest. And, of course, uh, I'll be right there. Um, I, I, You know, for me, Amazon, more money to this kind of stuff, less two silver rockets um, going mm-hmm. up into space for absolutely z- no reason whatsoever. Um, this I'm really looking forward to uh, because I love fantasy. Uh, I love sci-fi. Um, I, Having said that, this is a property that I have never read. I um, will be ordering uh, a, a number of the books. To, On Amazon? To, 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 <laughs> well, probably through Amazon, yeah. Um to, to read because I love fantasy stuff. Yeah. Um, and this is one that I, I just have never really tapped into. Uh, but I cannot wait to see this. And I'm really hoping it is, you know, spectacular. I love Rosamund Pike. Um, and I think that's a good start for me. And I, I just love finding out about these societies. Um, the, the, 
the forces, the mysticism, all that kind of stuff, and how this is is going to span uh, whatever journey they take us on with this. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really excited for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely love Rosamund Pike. She's, she's cast in, in a pretty major role in the show, and first yes. big piece of casting that we've heard. Uh, there are other uh, there are other people, obviously the cast that are out there, but that's the first big piece of casting that yeah. we got was, was Rosamund Pike. So uh, really intrigued to see her. I again. I'm not very familiar with uh, with the Wheel of Time. I think my brother was was a reader of it. I know Chris, you're a big fan, so uh, we'll be we'll be uh, taking it taking it together uh, when it yeah. kicks off in November. Speaking of uh, a similar property that we did last year, The Witcher season two, toss mm. a coin to your old Witcher is coming back in December on Netflix. Um, this was a fin- that we all binged this across a m- two episodes yeah. um, back in the day, and um, it was, we were questioning, I was kind of wrangled the guy during a lull. We were like, come on, let's just watch this. It's going to be great. You know, I, I, I had high hopes. Henry Cavill, um, uh, as the, the Geralt of Rivia himself. Mm. And this is the, we have reached pinnacle point in the story. Um, within uh, now coming into season two i'm not going to spoil season one if you've never watched it but there's a pinnacle point we left at at the end of season one and we're there now in season two and it's seemingly onwards and upwards in terms of the the lore that you will get the the great story beats that you will get um and yeah it's going to be a fun romp uh, i'm intrigued by this one uh, yeah, once again, um, Netflix season two uh, yep. is obviously on Netflix like season one was, and they're really expanding uh, over Netflix. There's a prequel show been announced. There's, uh, I think, two animated series been announced with a trailer for one already been released. Yes. Um, so they're really spa- expanding their uh, their view of Witcher overall. Uh, I need to go back and watch season one. I know by the end of it, I was pretty convinced that I liked the show as a whole, but I wasn't, I wasn't as big a fan as, as uh, you guys were by the end. And I know that um, I wasn't as high up on it as, as, uh, as you guys were. Um, I'm looking forward to covering, but again, with Netflix, they're dropping the entirety of the season in one day. So we will probably do that, do the same thing again. We'll cover it in two episodes. We'll binge and, and cover it yeah. in two episodes, uh, as opposed to the way we normally do our shows, which is episode by episode where I tend to build up a bit more love if I have to sit through uh, each episode and talk about it every single week. Um, we'll we'll see how how season two goes for The Witcher, but I am excited to see uh, the best of the first season uh, expanded and made better for a second season. I think I think that's what I'm hoping on. You see, I I can't wait for this. I, I I'm a cavil dabble, um, <laughs> to be honest. Um, give me uh bathing time uh and yeah i'm I, i'm the i love toss a coin to anybody uh, yeah i'll toss a coin to anyone um I, I mean i think you're right the first season of witcher was you know it took me a while just to sort of get into it but i, I think overall then with the the, the full run of episodes I, I thought it was really really good mm-hmm. yeah. I, I really like henry cavill um i think he's just not only because I like the stuff that he's done uh, as an actor, I also just think he's a really decent guy, and he, yeah. he, I think um, I want to support him. And um, I really am looking forward to to season two uh, mm. of of The Witcher uh, for sure. Mm. And just just because you had that ending with Siri, um, effectively her powers exploding to their full potential uh, right at the end of season one so um yeah there's there's a lot of um 
there's a lot of stuff to 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 come out of that, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm really looking forward to season two. Absolutely, um, yeah. Again, another fantasy. Uh, so, uh, and plus, there's Lord of the Rings going on uh, next year as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I absolutely. mean, yeah, it's fantasy central yeah, it's going gonna, on. Going to be lots going on well, with The Witcher season two coming out in December seventeenth. Um, very unlikely we're going to get around to doing the entire season uh, before the end of twenty twenty one, but it does come out before the end of twenty one. Yeah. Uh, so we wanted to make sure we we highlighted it here. We may get our first episode like we did last year. I think we recorded it uh, coming into New Year's. Um, yeah. So we may get our first of the two episodes uh, recorded uh, before New Year's. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes on at that time of the year, really, isn't there? So um, It gets a bit busy. It does get a but bit busy. much like the rest of this, we are now on the 28th of July, and all those things we have discussed are between now and December 31st. Mm-hmm. We have just done 100 episodes, from 500 to 600, and we now have way more that will get us probably to our 700th episode. We've got lots, more, lots more to go, we definitely. See. Although my my favourite comment, which I didn't mention earlier on, my favourite comment that I've seen about all the shows that we're, that we're covering uh, was uh, quite a big sight um, when the trailer or the teaser for uh, Why the Last Man uh, was released about a month ago. Uh, a reasonably big sight uh, responded to it saying... This is just an attempt of FX to uh, make us believe this show actually exists. Um, so uh, you never know. It is entirely possible with everything that's been going on in the world. It's entirely possible that some of these shows might move in and out. Uh, some of them haven't been given definitive dates. Some of them have. And that, that has been pushed in the past before. So uh, this is what we know. And this is what we're planning on covering uh, for the rest of the, this year, as long as everything um Stays the that's same, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I think that is the, the the key thing that we say to both uh, you guys, our listeners, and um, to everyone um, who is part of these production stuff, which is stay safe mm-hmm. um, and uh, let's uh, carry a towel. There you go. There you go. A little yeah. hitchhiker's guide to the yes. galaxy for you there. Thanks, Chris. And thank you once again to all of you for listening along with us uh, whenever you joined us uh, over the course of the last 600 episodes been lots of fun and will be lots more fun to come yes we will have our 601st episode with star wars the bad batch episode 14 war mantle uh, which is out this friday mm-hmm. um, and we'll be discussing that and releasing our podcast on this saturday um, remember you can get in contact with us any way you want to uh, build the community uh, theorize uh, comment uh, you name it uh, through Twitter at TV Podcast Industries, over on our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TV Podcast Industries. And of course, we have the trusty steed, which is email feedback at TV Podcast Industries.com. Uh, and any support, uh, the support you've given us has been brilliant uh, over the 600 episodes from all quarters uh, across multiple shows. So, any support that uh, you as our listeners uh, provide is great because remember, sharing the podcast is sharing the love. Um, it really is very much appreciated. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fellow defenders and everything in between, we are off. We will see you in the great beyond. We will see you in your podcast feeds later in the week, but also throughout the rest of 2021. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Thank you, fellow listeners. Remember, keep watching, keep listening. Bye.
I guess that's why we got 700 so quickly. Um, d- 600. <laughs> <We're> getting... <laughs> Wait, what happened? Oh what God. happened? I, I, I blinked. Oh I God, it's seven. back to the future. Um, <clears throat> Bye.